What's up? It is David Young, Davy Gravy here. It has been almost a year since I published one of these. And let me tell you, the only reason I'm back is because I was checking the email account that this is hooked up to, and someone sent me an email and said, Hey, David, please keep up the podcast. Uh, I have really been enjoying it. I'm listening to it. I'm binging it. It's been really helpful. So thank you for doing it. And let me tell you what, I really appreciated that. Not just because I'm like, want to go on an ego trip here, but most people who are in the info products business, or at least I would hope they do it because they genuinely like sharing information, helping see other people succeed. And, uh, they just like to be helpful. That's why, you know, teachers, well, you know, let's say you're a middle school teacher, that might be a little bit of a tougher job because uh, you got a lot of rambunctious kids running around. But people who teach like it when people benefit from, you know, what they're learning. So anyways, I saw that. It's not like I got like 75 mail messages because I just do this sporadically in my uh, spare time. But I just want to say thank you to that person who wrote in. I had completely forgotten about this podcast. And I was like, you know what? I should go record some more episodes. It's fun to document the journey. A ton has happened in the last year. I've thought about a lot more things I could talk about. I'm actually getting a little bit more into talking about the, um, uh, you know, talking more about what I've done with online courses, how I've built my business as a non-expert. Because, you know, the classic course model is, hey, become an expert in something and then teach everybody else how to do your expertise. Uh, and that's not what I did at all. And I t- took a bit of a backwards approach to building a course business. And so uh, I'll be talking about that more later, but I actually have a, uh, a free kind of, I don't know, webinar, if you want to call it that, or just presentation training uh, with Teachable I'm doing for them mid-February. So if you care about that, be on the lookout for that. I'm going to be talking about how I built my business as a non-expert. So if you're like, man, I really want to do online courses, but I'm not an expert in anything, uh, that's what I'm going to talk about and what I did and how it worked and how we have, you know, we've done almost $4.5 million now in sales, uh, which is awesome. And yeah, so I'll be talking about that. Today, uh, I, I just landed actually from the airport. I am driving back to my house uh, I was in Washington, D.C., landed at the Orlando airport, driving back. Got a few minutes left, so I wanted to record this. I was up in Orlando with a friend of mine. Sorry, I was up in Orlando. I was up in Washington, D.C. I was in Orlando, but I flew to Washington, D.C., where I used to live. I was meeting a friend up there. His name's Steve. Uh, Steve works with me. He's on my team. He also still has a full-time job, but he has agreed to generously help me on the side as he has time. He is one of the smartest people I know. So one thing I've learned is if you've got a small group and you know someone who's hardworking, great attitude, and just very intelligent, get them on your team because you can find some way to put them to good use, especially if you have some resources to be able to invest in them. So anyways, me and Steve, we've worked together. We used to previously work together uh, for the government. He used to work work for the government, uh, and he agreed to work for me as a contractor. He's not an accountant but he helps me with a lot of my numbers. He's basically like a mini CFO for me. Uh, So he keeps track of all the numbers. He does sales projections, cash flow management, all this stuff. 
Well, we're trying to nail down our accounting numbers, and it's just a bit of a mess, kind of. I'm probably a little bit more OCD about it than I should be. Um, you know, I don't know if I how much I've mentioned this on here before, but you know, in my past life, I was a I graduated with an accounting degree. I got my CPA license. I used to do accounting for like eight years. So, um, you know, I'm I like the numbers to be like really correct. Uh, it kind of just irks me if they're in there wrong. And plus, if you're working with bad data. It'd be like trying to drive across the country with a bad map or a map that's like kind of good or good enough where you might, you know, like, I need to, I know I need to drive east, but I don't know exactly which road to take or why this turns this way. So I want the things that are in my books uh, to be correct because as I've researched, you know, I I like to read because when I read, I learn so much just from other people who have gone before me. I typically read um, you know, good business books or biographies, or sometimes I, you know, read books more on the spiritual side of things. Obviously, read the Bible because uh, I'm a Christian, but I I read other kind of like you know authors that help me with my faith, things like that. Bible studies, but so I mix it up: some business, some spiritual stuff. Well, I was reading John D. Rockefeller's uh, document, not documentary, uh, biography, and I was just amazed at how much he was such a stickler for the numbers like even back in the you know old old times no computers everything was hand ledger he was like crazy uh like strict about all the numbers being up to date knowing exactly where the numbers were running everything by strict numbers and i was like well shoot this man's got some like massive oil conglomerate and he can keep all his numbers in order and live by that uh i should probably do that too that's a classic pitfall of business owners is they don't you know it's easy to put put your bookkeeping and your record keeping and um your reporting off until last because you want to spend your time on the revenue generating activities but the benefit of having good books is you know if you're bleeding money somewhere or you're working on a project and it's clearly not generating what it should or just there's so many things that you don't know by not having good books and and generally right now you know steve the guy talked about he weekly or bi-weekly will run kind of rough numbers so i know probably within a thousand or two dollars give or take what my net profit's going to be and um you know what my sales numbers are so for my purpose those are those are good enough for making the decisions i need to make as far as which projects to pursue and what to shut down and all that um but i really should have good solid numbers all that to say i flew to dc for two days to work with steve on getting those numbers together because i had had an accountant for the last two years she was very qualified but she was also very busy and so there were just some things you know i'm not here to badmouth anyone uh and again i'm sure some of this is on me for not communicating my expectations you know when you're the business owner everything is your fault you got to own it so i probably didn't communicate very clear expectations from her of what i liked she made some assumptions on how she wanted to set some things up weren't wouldn't be the way i would have done them necessarily uh and i you know i think she was crunched for time anyways needless to say it didn't really work out and as i've we've dug into the books i found a lot of things that were either wrong because she didn't know any better as far as the categorization or how it works but she also didn't bother to ask me when she didn't understand um or the way she was doing was just doing it was just extremely confusing at least to me and steve 
um, without someone there walking you through explaining, hey, here's why I set this up this way, it, it can be pretty confusing. So we're going back, undoing a bunch of stuff. We basically just worked for two days straight. And we've got a lot more to do. Um, so I got to get this stuff for taxes. And, you know, let's say down the road, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not necessarily actively pursuing this moment, but if I ever wanted to bring on investors or if I needed to get, you know, a credit line from the bank or whatever, right? You need clean financials as a business. It just You just have to have it. So if you're a small business, if you're a big business, whatever, focus on your financials. Make sure you have good numbers. For sure, make sure you know how much revenue you're making and you're just watching how much you're spending. Even if you don't have everything like super categorized, you better stay on top of your cash. Know what's coming in, know what's going out, know what you owe people, all that stuff. I do stay on top of that weekly. I have a spreadsheet that we, it's a custom spreadsheet that we update weekly. Hey, here's all the money coming into us. Most basically cash flow. Here's all the money coming into us. Here's all the money I owe everyone for like affiliate fees, for credit card expenses, for paid ads management, for, you know, transactions that are processing in Teachable, you know, all that stuff. Uh, and then I um, look to see, I guess, transactions processing in Teachable would be money coming to me, not the other way around. Um, but you know what I'm saying? So I kind of get a net cash number and that's how I'm able to kind of manage what I'm doing. So that's my kind of lesson learned is A, know your numbers and B, when you have a financial person working for you, over communicate what you want from them, what you expect from them and make sure they are going to take the time to dedicate it to your business to make sure your numbers are how you want them or else you will spend more money and more time and more headache undoing searching through being confused uh trying to get it right one day down the road because your business goes you know one of three ways i've heard this on a couple different podcasts no business lasts forever not lasts forever either you die and you leave it to your kids or someone else uh you sell the business and you know you get some money for it or you go out of business right well if you sell the business, you definitely need to have good books or no one's going to buy the business from you because they don't know how much money you're making. Uh, if you die and it goes to family, you're leaving them with a giant mess for tax purposes and all this other stuff and state tax. And then in the third scenario, you go out of business. Well, you might go out of business because you have no idea how much money you're making. So uh, just something to keep in mind. All right. That's my lesson for today. I'm excited to talk through some more stuff of how we actually have reached our uh, $4.5 million in sales, Mark. Pretty excited about that. That's obviously a team effort. I got a lot of people that work with me and I got some people that also push marketing like uh, Alex Harris. He does a lot of his own marketing and so he's contributed a lot to that number and he's been a good uh, partner in building this. So, um, so yeah, definitely team effort, but it's exciting to hit some of these milestones. We're growing year over year, I'm pretty sure. Uh, our rough numbers that we calculated, we grew Drone Launch Academy. Again, I'm just kind of real rough numbers from what we were doing this weekend. Maybe 25% in revenue and maybe 30 to 35% in net profit um, from 2020 to 2021. So, yeah, pumped about that. Um, got some st cool stuff coming up with Teachable specifically on online course businesses. Even though up to this point, besides this podcast, I've just only focused on drones and drone businesses. So, looking forward to hopefully helping out some folks there on that live call be on the lookout. Teachable Discover is the platform that's on. So if you're not on there, get on their email list so you can uh, so you can get the news on it. All right. 
Thanks, everyone. Uh, and also, I bought some Davy Gravy-related domains, so I'm going to set those up. Try to figure that out. That way, there's a website where I can put stuff that's not strictly drone-related. Uh, but yeah, love doing these. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, what you'd like to hear, how to make it better, uh, email me, david at davidyoungxyz. Uh, so that's right, david at davidyoung.xyz. That's it. Um, see, one email fired me up to do another episode. So who knows, your email could be life-changing for me. So please hit me up. would love to hear from you. Hear what you're working on. Hear what you're working through. Maybe I can give you some advice uh, maybe not depending on what niche you're in, but, uh, if it's online course business, uh, I should be able to give you advice, but thanks everyone. Take care. Looking forward to the next time.